Welcome to The Point Podcast. At The Point, we point high school students to Jesus because we believe that Jesus is better than anything else that this world has to offer. We hope that this podcast is an encouragement to you in your walk with Christ, but that it does not replace the time you're already spending with the Lord. Thanks so much for listening, and here's our awesome high school youth pastor, my husband, Justin Kinley. What's up, students? Happy Monday to you, man. Hope that you're doing well and uh, man, excited. Today's a big day because yet another book uh, we're finishing here in the Point Podcast. I, I've honestly lost track of how many books we are. I think we're over 20 now. There's only 66 books of the Bible, so we've literally done like a third of the Bible, which is crazy, right? And so, uh, but another book that we've walked through, we're finishing 2 Samuel today. So I hope that you uh, would read this on your own and, and see uh, kind of the end of 2 Samuel here leading into 1 Kings. And I'll go ahead and say that too. Uh, we mentioned that leading from 1 Samuel into 2 Samuel, how you know we have two different books in our Bible, but re- really they're not two different stories. I mean, one story ends and then 2 Samuel picks right up where 1 Samuel left off. And the same is going to be true that we're going to see in 1 Kings. And so with that in mind, we're just going to keep walking through this section of scripture, going from 1 Samuel to 2 Samuel to tomorrow will be in 1 Kings. And I am pumped for that. I, 1 Kings and 2 Kings has some amazing stories. And so I hope that you're ready to walk through those with us. But then just a reminder real quick, you can go back and listen to so many episodes that we've done through Psalms, Proverbs. Um, uh, gosh, we did all the minor prophets, Matthew, Acts. I mean, it's been crazy how many Psalms and how many uh, episodes we've done. And uh, today is just another one where we're finishing up this book. And so 2 Samuel uh, kind of ends in a, in a weird way, right? It ends with David taking this census and the Lord is not pleased with this. And so um, the, the Lord strikes the land of Israel, calling David back to repentance, calling David back to to repent of his sin. And what's amazing is David at the end is is coming clean before God. And and it's interesting to me here too, to think about how this time when David is coming clean with his sin, he didn't need Nathan to point it out. If you remember back in 2 Samuel 11, when David falls into sin with Bathsheba, David really just keeps on living his life as if nothing happened. And Nathan has to come and point out his sin. Here, that doesn't happen. David has grown. David has matured and David has sinned against God and he knows it. And so David is wanting to to make an offering before God. He's wanting to go before the Lord, confess his sin and all these things. And and David says something that is incredibly powerful at the end of this chapter. It's And I think in a lot of ways, it, it sums up maybe a lot of what he's learned in his own life. And he, he's wanting to uh, sacrifice oxen, right? A blood sacrifice. And there's this guy named Arana. And listen to what he says. This is verse 22. It says, Then Arana said to, the da- said to David, Let my lord the king take and offer what seems good to him. Here are the oxen for the burnt offering and the threshing sledges and the yokes of oxen for the wood. All of this, O king, Arana gives to the king. And so, he, and then he says, And Arana said to the king, May the Lord your God accept you. So this guy, Arana, is literally about to give David the, the oxen and the cows to, to sacrifice, right? He's about to give him this just as a gift, saying, Hey, you need to make a sacrifice. I got some cows. Here you go. It seems like a very pleasant thing to do. But listen to how David responds. It says, But the king said to Arana, So David said to Arana, No, but I will buy it from you. And then listen to this word right here. I will buy it to you from a price. I will not offer burnt offerings to the Lord my God that cost me nothing. That's heavy, right? What does David say right there? He says, I'm not going to offer up an offering that 
literally doesn't cost me anything. Like what, what point is sacrifice if it doesn't cost me something? And, and I wonder, man, this is, you talk about a prodding question to ask our hearts today. I wonder how many of us are following Jesus, but it's not costing us anything. Right? I wonder how many of us are following Jesus in a way where it's it's simply not costing us. Like we're in a family where it's where it's cool to follow Jesus. We're in a world where it's where or in a, maybe maybe a, a circle of friends where it's cool to follow Jesus and no big deal. Like like we're sacrificing things, but it's not costing us anything. And man, I don't know. I tell you what, I want to live my life in a way where where I'm sacrificing things for Jesus that cost me something. Maybe that cost me um, maybe a group of friends that, that I'm not going to be able to hang out with because they're like, dude, we're not following the same Jesus as you are. Maybe it's going to cost me financially. It's going to cost me money. Many of you have jobs. Are you are you giving some of that back to the Lord because it's really all his to begin with anyway, right? Or or are you living your life in a way right now or, or am I living my Christian life in a way where it's like, yeah, I'm kind of following Jesus, but bro, it's not costing me anything. And, and I just wonder if God looks at this because remember, our lives are not much different than David. What does is, what is Romans 12 tell us to do? It says, therefore, in view of the mercies of God, present your bodies as what? Living sacrifices, right? So so what kind of sacrifice is it if it's not costing you anything? And so I, I think that's just a, a great solid question to end up 2 Samuel in. It's just to think through that question, man. In my daily walk with the Lord, what is that costing me? Is it costing me anything? And if it's not, then then man, maybe I want to passionately pursue Jesus just a little bit harder. Maybe I want to passionately pursue him just a little bit more because sacrifice is going to cost you something. And so David here, he, he's got these free cows, but he says, you know what? No, I'm going to pay for it because man, I'm not going to sacrifice something that's free because that does not cost me anything. And so this is how 2 Samuel ends. And uh, and we're going to see how uh, we're about to see David, uh, his new son anointed Solomon as the next king in 1 Kings. And we're going to see kind of the transition from David to Solomon. But I think what we're about to see here, we we just saw a model uh, picture of a king, right? We really did. David has a lot of good moments, but he has a lot of bad moments too. He's got some downfalls. But but this was going to be a king that the people of Israel would forever look to, that they would forever, that they would want another king like King David. And ultimately, you know, that king has come. That king has come. What, what do they call Jesus in Mark chapter 10 when blind Bartimaeus shouts out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And so this passage ends, 2 Samuel ends at, at kind of the end of David's reign, at the end of his kingdom. We'll see that transition tomorrow. And it just reminds us and it just leaves us longing about, man, how we really need a better king. We, we need a king who doesn't have downfalls. We, we need a king who doesn't have flaws. We need a king who is perfect and who can rule and reign perfectly. And, and our king doesn't need to get a sacrifice because he sacrifices himself for us. And that is King Jesus. And so I hope you're encouraged by that today and really think through that question. Man, man is your life, is your following Jesus costing you anything? And um, it's a good question to ask from this chapter. So man, I love you. Thank you for journeying with us on this walk through different books of the Bible. Can't wait tomorrow to kick off a new episode in first kings chapter one i love you and we'll see you tomorrow thanks so much for listening the point is a ministry of first baptist church indian trail for high school students we offer life groups every sunday morning at 8 9 30 and 11 o'clock and we meet on wednesday nights at 6 15 for more information you can go to our church's website at fbcit.org